Every question we have in life has been addressed in God's Word. We're going to explore and talk about these biblical truths and how we apply these truths to our real everyday lives. For the next 25 minutes, join me as we talk about relationship with Christ, relationship with each other, and relationship with our communities. Hey, this is Pastor Caleb, and you're listening to the Remnant Church Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Remnant Church Podcast. So glad to have you today. Uh, this is a part two podcast uh, uh, of the first podcast we did. Uh, I titled it uh, A Family Meeting. And um, today I have with me uh, again uh, Pastor Michael Mallory. He is the worship pastor at the wonderful Real Life Church in Macon, Georgia, uh, led by Senior Pastor uh, Bishop Bo Turner, and it's a privilege and an honor to have my brother uh, and my my uh, my co-labor in the kingdom, Pastor Mike. So good to see you today, man. Good to see you again, man. Um, we're talking, of course, about um, what's going on in our society with the, um, the, ra- the racial climate that we've got going on, uh, the, the real issues that we have going on, they're real. Uh, the police brutality, um, prejudice and racism and the injustice that we're seeing. And uh, we're having a family meeting. Uh, As I talked about, family meetings are usually full of passion and intense and can be awkward at times. Usually that keeps us from having that meeting. And I think we see what happens when you put off the meeting. You put off coming around the table. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that's why we're here today. This is the first thing I want to talk about, Pastor Mike. Um, and I know time's valuable, so I want to jump into this. Um, there's so much on social media right now. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to just this past week who said, "I hey, don't look for me on social media. I'm out of there. I can't take it no more. Uh, it's like a battle zone. It's a war zone. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. You know, I don't want to get jumped on. Uh, so I, I just, I'm out of it. I, I can't watch the news anymore. And I, I get that. Part of me gets that. Um, I still think there needs to be a voice of truth through cutting through all the noise because you can count on it. You're going to have all the media. You're still going to have the social uh, aspect uh, of our society. It's just part of it now, Um, the Facebook and the Twitter and all that. Um, So I still think there needs to be a sound of clarity through cutting through all that. But at the same time, I do understand people stepping away and saying, I just need to get along with God. And you said something. Uh, that stood out to me uh, before we uh, done this podcast today. You said that healing starts with hearing. Yes, that sir. healing starts with hearing. So I want you to talk about that. One of the greatest things I, I've shared with some of my family is that we have failed as a people, even as a church, not to talk. Yeah. We've made it our business to say, I don't want to go to pastor with this because I don't want I don't want to be on the radar. I don't want to have this 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 mark on me to say, oh, here come Mike. I know he got something negative to say. But to be real is not necessarily negative. Yeah. You've got to actually address some issues. And you know, one of the greatest things I've learned to do, and I'll just say in the last four years, is to 
not just eat everything that's put in front of me. If it's really bothering me, there's a time to say it. And tact and tone goes a long way. We were talking about language on the last podcast, how we present this thing. Yes, I'm, I'm enraged in my own way yeah. about everything that's happened. I am angry about what is, I'm exhausted mm-hmm. that it's us. It, matter of fact, anybody, but more especially the black community that is always on, we know Jacksonville news. <laughs> we know middle Georgia news. It's something every morning. Right. A homicide, something. Something's out there where we're living a lawless life. We're living a careless life. And to actually take the time to say, as we're doing now in this family meeting, let's take a listen. There may be something significant that needs to be said. There may be some healing just by lending in the ear. We don't know. To every person, healing is different. But I believe the time... Um, through the word of their testimony, part of that scripture says, you know, deliverance took place mm-hmm. through their through their testimony to actually take the time to say, okay, look, I really need to have this, this outlet because mm-hmm. if I don't, I'm going to explode. Uh, yeah. I'm going to react in a way that may hurt me in the long run. Right. I need to have somebody to really give me an ear. And I believe it would matter more if we were sensitive enough to one another, that you could feel me. Yeah, yeah. That you could understand me before I had to come and approach you. Mm-hmm. It'd have more meaning, you know, to say, sweep it under the rug, to not really acknowledge, I see my brother going through. I see this family in a crisis. I know I can't fix everything, but at least give me the opportunity to say, I care. I'm involved. To whatever level of means that I have, it's yours Mm -hmm. to be there for you. Healing is something that we allude to quite a bit, that we refer to quite a bit, and it's needed. I I told uh, our congregation Sunday, I I can't, I'm not going to completely be able to understand how my my black brothers and my black sisters feel, but I am saved enough to say I want to understand. Absolutely. I want to be able to. I'm going to try my best. I'm already angry. I don't know what to do with my anger. Right. You know, I, the fact that I seen, I asked you how you felt when you seen, uh, you know, George, George Floyd murdered in the street, uh, you know, I, as a result of asphyxiation. I... I felt, how did I feel as a white man, as a born-again believer? I was angry. I wanted to, I felt hopeless. I felt helpless. I'm watching a man here. I, I, I would think if I would have been there, I would have just been overcome with so much, I got to do something that I feel like I would have probably done something absolutely you know what i mean even in that moment i'd had to put my phone down i just threw throw my phone something you know what i mean i and then you know i had this after i watched it about couldn't hardly watch it you know and then i thought at the moment okay this man is unconscious can we now can we not do something do i mean there's might still be a pulse i mean can we do something now right 
You know, he's not a threat anymore. You know, <laughs> exactly. You know, he's handcuffed. Let's something, you know, let's show some type of compassion. And, you know, then after that and then watching the videos over and it's off, okay, I'm angry. I'm I'm tired too because I know that there's there's the gospel works. I know that that the answer is found in God's word and we have the answer. But can I but I'll be honest with you, at that moment I was just kind of just the wind was just took out of me, you know. Absolutely. And so then I sit and I think what do I? What do we do now? I mean, here we are again. What do we do? And then how do we do it? I told our congregation that I believe this starts first of all. Something's wrong with you if you don't have any compassion. Right. If you can't lend an ear right now and lend a heart, you're not saved. Right. You just can't be. The love of God's not in you. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So if if you're not compassionate, if you're not concerned, if you don't, if you can't my my instruction to my congregation was you you need to invite some you need to invite someone to the table yes. that don't look like you. Yes. To my white brothers and sisters, you need to invite someone who doesn't look like you to your table. And you say, well, I don't have any. I don't. I don't even know anybody that's black like that. Well, that there's a problem right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. I agree. And I could say that the same way to, to my black brothers and sisters. If you don't know anybody that's white, you ain't. You, there's a problem there, right. and that's what we're. That might be some of the problem. We've got to get people. Hey, we. I can't talk about the world. I'm talking. I'm talking about as 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 born again believers. We got this the same blood running through us. This DNA of royalty running through both of. All of us, through both races, through all races, Hispanic, whatever race you are, uh, it doesn't matter. It's, this is not just a black Caucasian thing. It's it's the it's a world thing. We ought to have okay. That's our common ground. We're brothers and sisters. Now let me bring you to the table and just listen. Absolutely. I, I, because, like you said, I believe if we're going to heal, not just not just have some hurt going on and be emotional about it and be angry about it and then sweep it back under the rug. But if we're going to move forward, if we're actually going to gain ground, man, what could happen? What could happen if we take a kingdom response to this? Absolutely. We let Democrat go. We let Republican go. We take all these, these things that have divided us and come together under the banner of love. Absolutely. We can actually show the world's looking for answers. Right. And un unfortunately, the church has not spoke up about these issues. We got these certain things we want to talk about. But let's talk about the fact that our churches are as divided as our politics. Yes, sir. That our churches are as divided as this side of town and that side of town. Yes, sir. And until we model heaven, in our churches, I don't think we're going to see the change we want to. And I believe it starts with hearing the voice of God. Yes, sir. And then loving God and people enough to say, I want to hear what you have to say. 100%, man. One of the greatest things I said the other day, uh, we love the model of heaven. 
but can we handle, can we work out what it takes to achieve that? We want, we want the look, hey, I got a multicultural, multicultural congregation, but when stuff like this pops off, where's your stance? Where's the kingdom response? And we've got to be very intentional and strategic in handling that. And we're, to me right now, either we're silent or we're all over the place. We're, we're, we're two extremes. There's, there's no middle ground. But, you know, to really take the, the, the posture of hearing, getting still, don't numb out before you get there. Yeah. Oh, this is just some, some more blacks with issues. You know, this is just some more poor people with issues. This is whatever the, their status is. Yeah. No, no, take a time because just as if you had a crisis, you want that same time, that place of lending that ear. Hey, I, I feel I know everything's not fixed right now, but I'm grateful that you gave me the time to actually listen to me, to see where I am in this crisis that I'm in. Again, what what is it gonna look like for my son? Yeah, when he when he hits sixteen, seventeen, would, would this not? I think I think I have a hard time, and I feel this helplessness and hopelessness at times because I look at the 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 big picture. Like, okay, government mentally, what does this look like? And across the whole United States, what does this look like? And trying to, how can we do something and, and make this and just fix it all? And I hear the Lord saying, Mm-mm, that's not how I want to do it. It's family. It's family. It's in each individual home and house. Love starts at home. You know what I mean? It's, it's let's get it right on my street. Right. Let it, let me get it right in my fa- let me not tell my ch- ch- tell my daughter baby we don't now you're not going to you're not going to hang out with that those people or or you can hang out with them but they can't come to the house and right spend the night now we got to draw the line somewhere right or i tell my or i tell my son now Judy you're not going to you know, we got to stick with our own That's right. race when it comes to dating and all these things. I don't, don't, don't bring, now let, come on now, there's plenty of white girls out there. That's you right. don't, that's, that's right. it's, it, it causes problems. And then we say it like that, it causes hardship for you and it's going to cause problems. It, it'd be easier if you just stuck with your own race. Exactly. Until we fix it at home. Until, hey, until we can be in our churches and in our in our in our multicultural churches and be open mm-hmm. to hear from them and mm-hmm. quit taking sides. Stop taking sides. Absolutely. Take the kingdom side. Take the kingdom side. You know what I mean? I feel like it. The I can't get way on out there and think how are we going to fix the whole state of Georgia? How are we going to fix? How am I going? How how is how am I supposed to respond as a leader in my home and make sure my home gets it? Because as a as a Christian man, 
And let's be honest, we are the high priest of our homes. Us, it's the way God intended it. As a Christian white man, what am I supposed to do? I feel the Lord taking me back. You better straighten your home out. You better make sure your home is right. And then what's my next influence? Well, I'm a, you know, my, I'm, I pastor a church. Now, everybody doesn't pastor a church. Then I've got to make sure that's right. Before I think about the whole state of Georgia, and, and if we all do that, then we are affecting change. One family, one person, one decision at a time. I mean, is is that is that not? No, I agree one hundred percent. It's just really being honest with ourselves. Honest. We we just got to be honest and say, hey, listen, uh, I don't know everything I need to know. I'm not the perfect man, but we can come together on this. We can we can take a united front, if you will, on this on this area to get family back again. Even with as I was saying earlier, COVID nineteen, as real as it is. I believe, you know, it had its vein where it was for the church, you know, where family can be reestablished, you know, because let's be honest, the last time you were at a dinner table, when was that? Right. When you were at the dinner table, did y'all actually communicate or did you still have your phone in your hand while you had the fork in the other? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To really have that essential time, that quality time, and that's, the enemy wants to keep us distracted. He does want us uh, in a place where we stay divided. And what does it say? The Bible says, and my sheep know my voice. Yeah. Another, they won't follow. And let's be honest, we need to know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, the sons of Issachar were sensitive enough. They had discernment. They could tell the times. Yeah. And they were proactive. I may I submit, in a lot of ways, we're not proactive. Yeah. We're behind the ball in that regard. But now that we know, now that we see these things, now that we say we're for the people, we can preach, you know, homosexuality. We can preach, you know, and you got to be careful with that. You got to, you know, you can preach and be a roaring lion about these other issues. But this one, we were like, well, that's just the normal. Chaos has become the new normal. This dysfunction it's the new normal yeah. and that's a problem yeah we've been so unconscious to a lot of things because it's always been there but now that we have had several occurrences uh i believe it was will smith to just say <clears throat> police brutality has been around forever right but the problem is now we got phones and social media to post it yeah. we can actually see it happening now it's now in our face. It's something that we got to deal with now because we're we're dealing with technology that one button can just yeah. take it to the anybody. Entire. Anybody's got a worldwide yeah. platform. Yeah. Let me let me ask you about or, or mention this. We know the scripture. It says that love covers a multitude mm-hmm. of sin. As a white man, I'm talking to you today to a to a black to a black man. I'm asking, I, I, first of all, you know I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm for I'm for us. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm for my black brothers and sisters. I'm for justice. But can I say at the end of the day, I'm going to need some grace because I may sound, say something that's stupid. What I mean by that, I'm not saying saying calling somebody a name or anything like that. I'm saying I may not know exactly how to portray what's in my heart. Mm-hmm. For example, you have these people saying, yes, you'll see it on, it's, a, it's back and forth. Black lives matter, all lives matter. All lives matter, black lives matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just all these different things. It, mincing the two and... I need grace from from my black brothers and sisters to say, I know you may not say it exactly maybe how it needs to be said, but I know your heart. And am I making sense? I I, I see what you You see what I'm saying? Because I think some people, some white people, they're so scared they don't know what to say because they feel like what they say is going to be, because it's such a sensitive matter. It is. You know, so I'm not going to say nothing because I, I I don't know what to say. But I think love and, and understanding is saying, hey, if you don't, if you, do, I, I'll give you enough grace to say, hey, that ain't really right. But then you got to give me enough to grace. I got to give you enough grace to say, well, tell me, talk to me. You heard what I said. I didn't mean it in in a in a negative way. I got to be open to say, tell me why that offended you. Can we have those conversations? We should be able to. And we, <clears throat> I, I can't remember if it's Ephesians or Galatians, but, you know, am I now your enemy now that I tell you truth? And that's, that's a heavy verse. Yeah. That's heavy. Because everybody can't handle that. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah. To really not necessarily call people to the carpet, not to come at a place to say, I'm here to condemn you, reject you, rebuke you, but to really bring truth to the table. Are you ready for that? And that's where we've got to ask God to extend our capacity. Yeah. Our capacity to love yes. and learn. Yes. Absolutely. Because we have limited capacity. We have, we've become so one-dimensional, you know, it's this or nothing else. It's that or nothing else. Yeah. This is all I know, and that's all it's going to be. Outside of the word of God, yes, we're we, we going to stand with that. But take a listen from my dynamic, Yeah, from my street, from my front porch. Paul, Paul said, I'm all things to all people. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've got to get to. Hey, my brother's hurting. I want to know why. Until we're open, I, until until the Caucasian race is open, don't just shut the door. There's so many that just shut the door. They're offended when they see Black Lives Matter and they think, well, all lives matter. Why, you know, eh. hold on just a second. Quit shutting the door. Find out why somebody feels the way they, find out What's offensive to them? Find out why it is. Open yourself up to hear somebody that's been somewhere where you have not been. 
and then at the same time have some, have the the our our black brothers and sisters hear why the why some person why a white man may feel that way or a white woman may feel that way come to the table and then hey if God is at the centerpiece of our table when that when we leave the table we're leave, we should be leaving in unity and love and then also an open invitation to hey let's come back together but not only that, Pastor Caleb, you know, just the nature of Jesus, if that's what we're going to reference, he was never passive. Right. And he stood and contended for people who were not favorable that's right. to the majority. Yeah. And if we're going to carry the attributes and the nature of God, that's what we got to be all across the board. Yeah. You know, because I'll be honest, I saw a gentleman farthest thing from somebody getting through nursing school and the brother is just got his you know his his boy he passed his boards and I'm like wow and I had to repent I had to repent because I had already prejudged right and I think that's another thing too we we prejudge again not only skin but if the hair's out of place yeah. the pants are sagging mm -hmm. if you know, we got this rough look. We, we're already judged, but they may be the most loving, most passionate, yeah. most educated, most, and that's all across the board. Not right. just my people, but we, we're guilty of it. Yeah. And let's be honest, we know, you know, one of the greatest things we can do, first impressions are your most, is, is your lasting mm -hmm. impression. That's right. And, you know, applying for jobs, doing di different things. But we've got to be honest. God, help me to see people as you see. Yeah. Let me let me look through your eyes. Yeah. Let me discern them. Let give me give me greater discernment. Yeah. Not to read them, not to just know their business, but let me meet them where they are, but not see them and keep them there, but to see them in the place that you want them to be. Absolutely. The church has to lead this fight. Black pastors, white pastors, multiracial churches, predominantly black churches, predominantly white churches coming together and saying, this is wrong. This is wrong. Not being fearful of what some in their congregation might feel, how they might feel, or what they might say. Saying, I'm against people of color being oppressed. I'm against any type of injustice. But right now, what's on the forefront is a man, a black man, again, was murdered on the streets. And that is influencing. That is being shown to our congregations, our communities, we've got to talk about it. we got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it because it's a real issue. I want to do, as, as a man of God, as a white man of God, I want to do my part. And I know I can't do everything, but I know together we can do a whole lot. I would love personally um, the season, the time 
whatever, the dispensation where, you know, I'm no longer acknowledged as a black man. You're no longer acknowledged as a white man. You're just my family. You're my brother. That's where we got to be. You by, I know you by name, mm-hmm. not by your color. Mm-hmm. I know you by name. I know you by the content of your character, not who you were. Yeah. Your BC before Christ. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But that, that blood-washed individual. Can we get to that place? I believe it's possible. I believe it's possible. It's going to be something serious. <laughs> it's something serious, but it's going to be possible. I'll be honest with you, Pastor Caleb. When you called me to do this, I was so, again, humbled and just in awe that you found me worthy to do this. Even though I am a black man, I'm not, again, the civil rights activist. and I, I can't speak a, a big, I don't have the verbiage of that. But I love my people. And yeah. I love people. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, what I deem as qualified for this, to each his own. But at the end of the day, I'm honored just to say we are coming together and having this conversation because until it's, until it's given, and not only have the conversation, because let's go, let's go past the conversation. If you've already got a made-up mind, okay, I'll listen to you. But I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah. We're still at square one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we've got to be authentic and genuine. Absolutely. When it comes down to the needs of the people. Yeah. God said that we were here for the, that his kingdom be established. What does that look like? This is, I believe, one of the, the groundbreaking moments where kingdom is being established. Because outside of that, we're just having church. We're yeah. just doing this thing, and it's a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. Right. We're just having an, an emotional frenzy, but this this is kingdom. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll close it out with this and say there's a scripture in Galatians. It says uh, there is not uh, male or female, Jew or Greek, uh, slave or free. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and add my version in there. Black or white. For we are all one in Christ Jesus. That's gonna that that's that's the kingdom, would you say? Oh, absolutely. And that's where we've got to be. And the world can't get us there. A Democrat or a Republican can't a Republican can't get us there. This comes by men and women who love God and want God's will and want God's kingdom established here on this earth and are willing to say, get all the wickedness out of my life, the prejudge, the the, the thoughts where I, I prejudge people and all and the and the racism that you may not think you have, but you have in your life and say, I want it out. I want it out. And then we can see people, like you said, as people. See people as people. One of the greatest things right now, Pastor Caleb, is that um, I believe that this is the the moment that healing begins. Yeah. Because 
not only are you speaking from a place of getting to know, but then there's an outlet for people of color, yeah. if you will, right now. Uh, they're now having a voice. That there's something to say. Uh, we are divided by the color of our skin, but his blood unites us. Mm-hmm. His blood unites us. Absolutely. And uh, I thank God for his blood, what he's done. You know, a lot of stuff is scripted via the word of God. These things are to to happen. No. But some stuff we've 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 produced it on our own. We we've we've made this what it is. Yeah. And it's now time to really acknowledge it, handle it, and get rid of it. Hey, it's exposed. It's been brought to the light. Now let's let the Holy Spirit do the surgery that he wants to do in our lives. Absolutely. Pastor Mike. Thanks for coming. Thank you for coming. I love you guys. I love your family. Love you. You know that. Yes, sir. And uh, thanks for being willing to make the drive oh, yeah. from Macon here to Waycross. Oh, yeah. This is home. This is home. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, uh, this is going to be powerful to a lot of people because you have influence yeah. not only in Macon, but of course here being Absolutely. spent most of your life here in Waycross. Yes, sir. And, uh, I believe healing is started. I believe healing is started, and uh, I'm encouraged. And I hope today that you're encouraged by listening to this. And uh, it's been our honor, my honor, to have you listening to this podcast today. Hey, I'm praying for you. I love you. But before we get before we before we leave, uh, I want I want to pray. Um, I want to pray, and. I want you to pray with me today. Um, those of you who are watching or maybe listening to this, I want us to pray that and believe that the healing has started. And then as we believe, we can't get sidetracked by necessarily the media. We've got to start believing it. And then when we believe it, I believe then we, we can start seeing things. But don't, is faith is still, this thing is still by faith. So we walk by faith and not sight. We go back about hearing it. You know, what are we listening to? And we got to hear the word of God. We got to act upon it. And then we got to take this house to house, family to family, church to church, street to street, community to community. And then we'll see the change. Let's pray. Father. God, I thank you so much today for your mercy and your grace. Yes. Lord, I, I'm so thankful for the connection that I have with Pastor Mike. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord. I, I'm not happy to be in the place we're in, but at the same time, finally. Thank God that people are talking yes. about this. Th- thank you, Lord, that now people are thinking about injustice and about th- and the racial divides that we have just swept under the rug, God. Thank you, Lord, for snatching the rug up out from off the floor and exposing everything for what it is. And now, God, let us let your Holy Spirit invade our thinking, our hearts, our minds, God, our spirits, and do the work, God, that only you can do. I'm willing. We got to be willing to say, Lord, less of me and more of you. God, renew my mind, renew my heart, refill me, God, with a fresh touch of your spirit. Help me lead my family, God, above the racism, above the injustice, above the 
the, the, the bad thinking, God. Help me to raise my children, Father, to, to, to see people as people. Yes. To see things through kingdom lenses, God. I can't change a government. I can't change a, a state. I, but I can change my home. And I can start with my kids. I can start with my church. I can start with my street and my community. And God, I believe this thing is going to spread like wildfire, God. And what the devil meant for evil, God, and I've heard it said all the time, but it's still true. God, what the enemy meant to destroy and to tear down, God is going to turn it around for the good of those who love him. And Lord, we as a church are not going to, the white church, the 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 white clergy are not going to just hide out, but we're going to join hands with our black brothers, with our black sisters, with our Hispanic brothers, with our Hispanic sisters, no matter the race, no matter the culture, and say we've got a common blood running through our veins. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. Now let's come together in one mind and one accord and watch the earth be shaken by the power of heaven. And Father, I thank you. Thank you. I bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for those who are listening. God, may they be stirred to do something, yes. to think differently, to examine themselves. Yes, and Lord God, start changing their own homes. Yes, now we give you praise and glory for it all. In Jesus' name, Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Thanks, Pastor Mike. I love you. Love you. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you like what you heard, would you please like, share, and subscribe to this channel? Also, if you like what you heard today, would you consider partnering with us financially? You can give a one-time gift or a weekly gift, a monthly gift, however the Lord leads you. All you have to do is go to remnantchurch.church, and you can find all the information there. Hey, thanks for joining us today. My name's Pastor Caleb Lancaster, and you've been listening to the Remnant Church Podcast.